For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. Early evidence of person-to-person dengue transmission is identified in the Cayman Islands. Chief Medical Officer Dr. Nick Ghent states, while previous confirmed cases of dengue were linked to persons with a travel history, new evidence has identified that local transmission, meaning passed from a person in the Cayman Islands to another person in the Cayman Islands with no travel history, has occurred. Since the beginning of 2023, 28 cases of dengue have been investigated locally, with four cases confirmed, three with travel history and one with no travel history. Typically, there are between zero to eight confirmed dengue cases annually in the Cayman Islands, with the exceptions being an outbreak in 2012, where there were 37 cases confirmed, 18 imported and 19 locally transmitted, and another in 2019, 24 cases confirmed, three imported and 21 locally transmitted. It is important to note that Cayman now has local testing capability for dengue at the Cayman Islands Molecular Biology Laboratory, putting it in a much better position than it has been in previous years by eliminating the need to send samples overseas for confirmation. In order for the AADs mosquito to transmit dengue, they must bite infected persons, otherwise they can't become infectious and transmit the disease. Therefore, active surveillance and continued liaison between the Public Health Department and Mosquito Research and Control Unit to take vector control measures every time a suspected case is reported is ongoing. If showing symptoms, contact your physician or the Public Health Department at 244-2648. Freedom of Information Act requests in the Cayman Islands went well above pre-pandemic levels during 2022, as the Office of the Ombudsman recorded 452 public requests for information made across government. That's the highest number of FOI requests made in any year since 2018. The total falls within the average the Office of the Ombudsman has seen since the Freedom of Information Act took effect in January 2009. Nearly 7,500 FOIA requests have been made to Cayman Islands government entities since that time. For last year, the Office of the Ombudsman found that the greatest number of FOIA requests were made to the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service with 85, followed by the Health Services Authority with 25, Workforce Opportunities and Residency Cayman with 20, the Department of Planning with 15, and the Port Authority of the Cayman Islands with 15. Medical professionals from Cayman's three hospitals, the wider healthcare community, and overseas medical institutions, as well as government officials, will speak at the upcoming Cayman Islands Healthcare Conference on a variety of topics related to enhancing the doctor patient relationship. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more. The theme for this year's conference is Bridging the Gap Between Patient and Practitioner Pathways to Optimal Health. Topics such as public health challenges in the Cayman Islands, mental health in the workplace, healing and pastoral care, the divine nexus and prevention of disease with proactive care will be presented and discussed. There will also be two doctor-led panel discussions, one by Cayman Medical on the subject of team-based holistic health care and the other on how Cayman navigates personal health from Caymanian local and expat perspectives presented by a team from Doctors' Hospital and Integra Healthcare. 
Dr. Otto Metzger, Associate Medical Director of International Strategic Initiatives at Dana-Farber Cancer Institute and Assistant Professor of Medicine at Harvard Medical School, will be speaking on the topic of integrative therapies for obesity and breast cancer. Dr. Annette Stevenson, board-certified doctor of audiology and founder of Cayman Hearing Center, will be giving attendees a glimpse into the world of wearable devices and artificial intelligence and how those technologies are revolutionizing audiology. Dr. Vinton Douglas, Director of Corporate Services of the Cayman Islands Health Services Authority, will be talking about the health benefits of hyperbaric oxygen therapy, which he says are not limited to just the treatment of decompression sickness in divers. This is the 14th annual Cayman Islands Healthcare Conference. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. You can see the conference agenda online at healthcareconference.ky. It will be held from Thursday, October 26th to Saturday, October 28th at the Ritz-Carlton Grand Cayman and is free for the public to attend as a result of sponsorship. However, attendees must pre-register. The trial of a man charged with attempted murder could be delayed as it is revealed a critical witness is unable to attend. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks has this report. Defense attorney Amelia Fossahini has told the jury the way the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service conducted the photo identification of her client did not follow the correct procedure. Today, the jury heard testimony from a police investigator who explained how the photos used were gathered based on the information available and how the victim identified the accused, Druvon Elvis Kirtley Ebanks. In a heated cross-examination, the officer told the jury and defense counsel that while it is usual to have the victim describe the suspect before conducting a photo identification process, the officer indicated that it was not standard to proceed when the suspect's identity is already known to the victim. He defended the actions of the RCIPS saying, saying that if the victim does not know the suspect, then yes, the standard procedure is to get a written description and then proceed to try and identify based on that description. However, he assured the jury that it is not necessary when the victim knows the suspect's identity. The defense counsel argued that the photo lineup appears to be tainted, which is detrimental to her client. Also today, a key witness for the prosecution has been unable to attend the trial. Crown counsel Scott Wayne Wright tells the judge the witness is fundamental in the case against Ebanks. It is not yet clear how long this will delay the case. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. Two Jamaican national men are charged following the recovery of a large quantity of ganja. On Saturday, September 23rd, officers in Georgetown observed two men who appeared to be behaving suspiciously outside an abandoned building on Rockhole Road and detected the strong scent of ganja coming from the building. Officers conducted a search of the building, recovering several bags containing an estimated 100 pounds of suspected ganja. The men were taken into custody on suspicion of drug offenses, and officers subsequently determined that they had recently arrived on island illegally. The two men have been formally charged with importation of ganja, possession of ganja, possession of ganja with intent to supply, and illegal landing. A customer using multiple aliases to make purchases on a local food ordering app finds himself in police custody suspected of credit card fraud. The Royal Cayman Islands Police Service says the 25-year-old suspect is Jamaican, and along with three counts of obtaining property by deception, he also faces a charge of overstaying. The suspect is in custody and due to return to court on October 2nd. A message on social media this morning from a couple of students at John Gray High School. We've heard a lot about the recent fights. 
here at John Gray. And it's got all of us thinking, it's not just a school thing, it's a community thing. I'm sure you want the best for your kids. And that includes making sure they know the importance of being kind and resolving conflict peacefully. Violence is never okay. Jaron Reynolds Vasquez and Dejan Barrett team up for a message to the community, especially parents. So please, take a moment to sit down with your children and let them know that physical confrontation is wrong. Teach them to be considerate of others' feelings, accepting of differences, and to report any violence that they witness. This will make our school and community safer and more caring. You can see the full video on the I Am John Gray Instagram page. And that's your evening news. For Radio Cayman, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.